Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. everyone and good morning welcome to our live feed update for july 16th i'm your host taryn armstrong and with me today is jenny how you doing jenny taryn i'm great you know uh, i was busy the first couple weeks of big brother and uh, i was just hearing such great things about the season Uh, so i'm excited to podcast it because everyone's really loving the season so i want to be a part of the fun it's about time you jumped on the bandwagon (laughs) Yeah, this is this is a front runner for, you know, one of my favorite seasons ever. There we go. But you know what? Yesterday was a fun day. And so uh, at least we have some some good craziness to discuss today. So, yeah, yesterday was like uh, a one of those days where everything is chaos and my job is difficult. (laughs) Taryn, I was going to ask you how you slept, but I don't want to throw you off any more than you're already. Like I hear that's a really bad thing to ask someone. So Uh, I'll just assume it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. You you know, people, people are always asking me that and I I get very offended. I get very offended. Um, As you should be. Yeah. So we started the day with Jackson and Kat. Jackson is going to apologize to Kat for the previous night um, the, where, uh, you know, he had blown up on Kat. So uh, he lost his temper. I'm sorry I lost my temper. It's just that you were saying things about me or I heard that you were saying things about me in the diary room. And look, my reputation is very important to me, says Jackson. So clearly he doesn't he doesn't like it when people don't say nice things about him. I hope he uh, doesn't know what Twitter is. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. Um, I feel like uh, Jackson's one of those people should have watched the show. Well, he's watched some of it, hasn't he? Like he's not seen as little as uh, as Jack has. No, I I mean, like, uh, like, like watched the show, like been a part of like what the the show is, because (laughs) then he would have known that if your reputation isn't very important to you, 
We don't go on Big Brother. Yeah, especially if you have a uh, criminal record that casting is uh, apparently just overlooking and that the uh, the Internet is very savvy and, you know, pulled up quite quickly. So uh, not great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what people think that uh, this, uh, that's not going to get out. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, so the things that get out uh, besides that are like, you know, like they, you can find anything on the Internet. So, mm. yeah. This is, and he talks about it in the like. Obviously, he's talked about it in the house because Kat and Jess are talking about how he has criminal record or he has a domestic. Yes. Uh, anyway, I won't get into that. <laughs> casting. Uh, so that's that's most most of the morning there's a lot of more there's a lot more talk about you know nick and bella and how they can't be trusted and how they're gonna save nicole and so on and so forth uh but we're eventually gonna get around to uh christy starting to feel like the universe is telling her something this uh nick asks her a couple times hey how'd you sleep you don't Um, ask that excuse me how did I, I mean, I slept well. Okay, just how'd you sleep? Again? You're gonna ask? Okay. Tommy? Hey, Tommy? I think Nick's gonna backdoor me. I think he, those, he's. Those are related. He's, he's asking me how I slept. He's asking me how I slept, and I'm just like, he's, he's asking me a lot of weird questions, Tommy. Like, how did you sleep? And you know what? He said this other thing. He talked about red flame, and red flame to me is representing some really shady things. I'm feeling, I'm feeling not good about this, Tommy. Uh, Cliff is creeping me out. He's walking all over the place. Oh, man, I don't like this, Tommy. I think I'm getting backdoored. Yeah, so many weird things going on around like Cliff just being a human and, you know, not freaking out and, uh, you know, being asked how your morning was and discussion about what's going on in the game. All very crazy things that should throw you off. So clearly, you know, there's something brewing, literally something brewing in uh, in Christie and you can watch the uh, how it literally bubbles to the top with each conversation she has uh, as soon as she starts having these feelings early in the day. Yes. Uh, apparently Bella also mentioned D-Day. Yeah. Dot day. D-Day. It's D-Day. Uh, Which wasn't that about her period? Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway. And so Christy thought that was another sign. And then Kemi is going to go up to Christy and say, hey, is Nicole going up? I don't probably not really. I mean, if I think about it, uh, Kemi even says, like, hey, hey, you know, if I stay in this house, I'll, I'll work with you. I, I would like to work with you. Um, and Christy's just like, no, no, I'm going up on the block. That's this is just another sign. She tells Kemi, I, I think I'm going up. I think I think I'm getting back to work. Uh, this is not good. And her interpretation of the interaction with Kemi was that, like, Kemi was insinuating if she's still in the house, like, she's, like, something about the way she worded it is, like, if you're still in the house when I get back in the house, like, (laughs) I don't, I don't believe that that's actually how it went, but. Yeah, uh, this is (laughs) ridiculous. Um, it'll later all get blamed on Kemi, as things do. Everything does. Yeah, Kemi or Ovi or. 
one of those two. Mm-hmm. Cliff, Nicole. <laughs> um, so Christy is then going to go to Kat, and she's now completely convinced. Kat, I'm go- I'm going on the block. It's gonna it's it's gonna be me. I'm going. I'm he's he's about to back. But he's about to backdoor me. And Kat's like, it- no, he's not. Come on. Like, no. Cat, I'm serious. He's putting me on. He's putting me on the block. Cat, you don't understand. It's going to happen. I know it. I, oh my God. The best, the best thing about Christy is that if <laughs> really love being a part of your dramatic uh, reenactments, but the best part about Christy is that um, anyone who makes an attempt to calm her down, all it does is wind her up more. Like, like the more people that come in and say reassuring words and tell her that doesn't make sense. Like you're good with Nick, like of all people, he's not going to backdoor you. If any, if anyone, and like that, it just winds her up more. Like the more you tell her that this is, this doesn't make sense. She gets even more wound up about it. Um, her intuition is telling her something. Don't argue with her intuition. Yeah. She's, no, no, you don't, you don't understand. This is not, this is not just a suspicion it's not just paranoia i know this for a fact i am going on the block i'm going on the block (sighs) um and cat is just like okay look look if you're going on the block i won't use the veto i won't use the veto and so they go and they grab jess and they're like hey what what maybe maybe we cannot use the veto and then christy won't go she's like, i'm going on the block i don't have the votes and it's like, no you do have the votes i don't trust the guys i don't know i don't trust i don't trust anyone i i'm just i i'm going i'm going home i'm going home and jess is like well if you don't have the votes that means i don't have the votes so i don't know why i would want to stay on the block in that particular instance uh but christy's just like no you have the votes i don't have the no it's me i'm going up it's me complete Um, blinders and like she's she's saying to like half of her actual alliance that like she doesn't trust anyone she keeps on repeating she's like i don't i don't trust anyone it's like not a good thing to say to half of your alliance like you like you can you can be paranoid about what the hoh like the person that you guys are all against and you're you know working against that's fine don't tell your entire alliance that you don't trust anyone like that's them. Well, yeah, I mean, she's trying to convince Kat to not use the veto. And the only way to do it, because she's worried that Kat will vote her out along with Jess. But she can't tell Kat that the reason she's worried is because of Kat, because then Kat won't use the veto. Uh, or sorry, then Kat will use the veto. Um, so uh, she has to pretend that she doesn't trust other people or that the, the votes are just somehow not there. And uh, it's a difficult thing to sell. But Kat is kind of like incorrigible enough that she's pretty on board she even goes to nicole and says maybe i won't use the veto and nicole's like that would be tremendous (laughs) please Um, do i will be your best friend forever yes anything you want cat is then gonna talk to nick about it and be like you you know you're not i'm just she's trying to be subtle like who are you putting up on the block if i use the veto and he's like nicole she's like not anybody else no blind sides in the future and he's like no it's gonna be nicole i mean you look you you don't have to use it if you don't want but uh i would like you to use it because i'd like to put up nicole she's like okay just just definitely nicole then nobody else it's like what are you what are you asking me nothing nothing 
And he's like, I I would like Nicole to go. Like, if, you know, whoever goes, it's fine. But I would like Nicole to go. And I would prefer that Jess come come off the block. And she's just like, oh, wait. I can't remember how she said it. But she, like, was totally confused. She was like, okay, so don't take or don't take Jess off the block. And then he's like, no, take I would prefer you take Jess off the block. Oh, okay. That's what I want to do. <laughs> like, bless Kat's heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Kat has been convinced that everything is fine and that she she should use the veto. But Christy is still freaking out. She goes to Tommy. She goes to other people. Um, Tommy feels the need to shut this down. He goes and grabs uh, Bella and then um, lets Nick know, like, hey, Christy's freaking out. You need to talk to her. Um, So Nick runs and talks to Christy. And Christy is just like, Nick, you're are you putting me on the block? It's like, no. Why do you think I'm putting you on the block? What are you talking about? Are you effing serious right now? Like, why don't you trust me? This is and he gets upset ridiculous. too. And uh, like that conversation is like so unbearable to watch because they're just both so intensely emotional. Like he's upset that she's questioning him. And he's like, Christy, what the F? Like, Christy, no, Christy. And like, and then she's like, I just, it's okay. I'll just be hurt. I'm like, I. you're putting me, look, it's okay. It's okay. Look, it, look, I, I heard, I heard you ask me. How I slept, I, I, I understand what's coming. Uh, you know, I saw the signs. And he's like, what are you talking about? I, I asked you how you slept. You have trouble sleeping. Like, what do you mean? And he's like, you said red, you said red flame. He's like, okay, okay. I, I, I guess I can, I guess I can understand why you might misinterpret that. Uh, okay. She's like, and, and Bella was talking about D-Day. Nick, you have to understand. This is these are some very obvious signs. It's pretty obvious why I would be thinking this. And he's like, "Okay, okay, sure, but but come on, you gotta trust me. You gotta trust me." And she's like, "No, I, I'm I, look. It's fine. It's fine if you want to put me up. It's fine. I I trust you. But if you want to put me up, that's look. That's your decision. Uh, I think it's a mistake, but you can do it." And Nick is just like losing his mind. He grabs her face. She's <laughs> like, "Christy, stop! Stop!" You have to trust me. You are not going on the block. Should I be like putting my hands up so that it's like I'm <laughs> holding your face? <laughs> um, she goes, okay, okay, okay. And uh, this, this is temporarily put on hold because it's time for the veto ceremony. Yeah. So there was like a, a little tease where we thought that um, we were going to get the veto ceremony before this conversation. And then finally uh, we get kitty cam right after that. So. Mm. So Kat does use the veto on Jess and Nicole is the replacement nominee. Um, and of course, at this point, it's just like. Nick, how many times does this need to slap you in the face over and over until you finally understand that these people are not with you. Uh, apparently a lot more than has currently happened so far. And like, how was that whole breakdown? Not a red flag, a red flaming flag. Like why? Like, obviously they had a plan in place and at this point he's, you know, dialed in to get rid of Nicole. Not happening. But 
I just don't understand how he, I don't know. It's, it's, it's everything that everyone has already said about Nick. I am baffled by how poor of a read in his, like, of a situation he is. Like, I'm actually feeling better about Bella's game than he, than his at this point, because she at least says some things later in the day that make me think that she's like, even though she's terrible at the game and has, you know, essentially sunk her ship as well. I think that she sees some things and has some mistrust of people. Well, she has a lot of mistrust of people. She but, doesn't trust um, anyone. Yeah, she doesn't trust anyone, literally, ever. But we'll still tell um, them everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but Nick is just, like, Nick's trust in Christy is, is yeah, it's fatal. So, at least, like, at least Bella is a little bit, you know, aware that things might not be as great as, as Nick seems to think they are and has a little bit of control over... I don't know. We'll get to I'm it. I'm not but. going to endorse this <laughs> statement, by the way. Okay. I know. I know. And I'm being like way too hyperbolic about it. But I do think that I at least hear Bella say things about people that I don't hear Nick say. I think Bella is just a more negative person. That's my yeah, perspective that's, on it. That actually probably is more of the case. And she talks about this later with Christy. She talks about her general like trust issues and so I think that that is more of a personal thing than a game thing. But I do think that Nick is just, yeah, putting way too much trust in in this giant alliance that he knows that he's at the bottom of. Anyway, yeah. it's, yeah, it's it's insane. So Worst HOH ever. Yeah, so after, well, not, I, I would say... Uh, <laughs> Let me be hyperbolic. <laughs> I still think Fessy's is worse. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and Howie's was worse too, uh, <laughs> and many others, honestly. Okay, okay. Um, but still, but still. Uh, so focus on this right now. <laughs> yes, uh, Christy is going to talk with Nick and Bella after the veto ceremony, and she's going to apologize for not trusting them. Uh, I was just, I was feeling paranoid. You have look, you have to. I mean, you have to admit, asking me how I slept, Red Flame, D Day. It all adds up. I mean, anybody would have been. Look, I would never suspect you guys in a million years that you would put me up. I would never, never not trust you guys in a, a, a million years, except for if you ask me how well I slept. Like, you have to understand. You have to, like anybody would. And they're just like, ah. Look, Christy, you gotta you gotta trust us. Just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I do trust you. I'm I'm PMSing, and that really throws off my reading abilities. And it's it's very uh, you know I, I get very emotional, and uh, everything gets turned around. I'm I'm very sorry. I should have trusted you. I should have trusted you. And, and I am I I will trust you with some information here. I I have the power. I have the power. It's the diamond power of veto. And it allows me to choose the replacement nominee. And it's good until like final six or something. <laughs> final six or something. Yeah, that's not true. She's no, lying. Definitely not what the power is. <laughs> She's uh, going to get uh, scolded in the diary room and then have to come back and tell them the truth. <laughs> By <later>. the way, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it actually doesn't do that. Yes. And if you weren't listening to the roundtable last night, the truth is what we talked about on the recap. There were yeah. still some people that were confused. She does not choose the replacement nominee unless she already holds the veto. So what happens is veto competition happens. Somebody wins the veto. Christy activates her power. That person that's holding the veto who won it 
gets an upgraded veto from golden to diamond. And now that person has the ability to take somebody down and name the replacement themselves. Uh, so that is and that person and that person can still choose to not use it is is what I would understand. Right. Like they're not forced to pull both people off and that they or or Yes. Yeah. OK. Or to rename whoever it is like they can just be like, no, I'm not using it. It gives, it gives that person all of the power uh, if they choose to yes. use it. And yeah. Shelby wants to know, can Christy be a renom? My guess would be. Yeah. You know, yeah. No reason why honest. not. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a, a great, great part of it because I hope that that's the case because otherwise I, I doubt it there needs to be a caveat, right? Like it needs, there needs to be like a little bit of a risk in using it. Yeah. Like, um, I, I doubt it would ever, ever happen because for as cruel as big brother can be sometimes it's very rare that you like somebody is willing to be like, yes, give me the power to diamond veto. Now go on the block like that's that's like a step too far for most people, not Dan Giesling, but most people. And um, and so I really don't think it would ever happen, but it should be open to happen, especially to Christy, because as much as she is blowing up her entire game over the course of this day and telling way too much to way too many people, she is still well regarded in the house as a person. Um, and so I just can't see any of these people that have this information using it in that way against her um, just because of their personal relationships with her. Because like you said, that is a pretty like brazen move. And I just don't think of all people in the house, she's the kind of person that they would do that to, especially because she's sharing it with everyone. So like, I don't know that they would feel extra bad that like she put her trust in them and they did that to her. But yes, I mean, we can always hope for something really crazy like that, but yeah, you're right. I don't think that that would be the result of it, but yes, it could so, happen. So she, so she is going to tell them about her power. She also tells them about Ovi's power <laughs> that, uh, they know Ovi has a power. She's pretty sure that he probably told Jack and Jackson, but you know, who knows? This is not, there's no collusion happening or anything. Um, and they eventually just get around to blaming Kemi for everything. Oh, well, Kemi approached me and she made it seem like Nicole was going to be safe and, uh, and that, you know, I was going to go on the block and it's all her fault. She's the worst. Honestly, at this point, I'm like, I'm just ready for camp comeback to be over and for whoever to get back into the house because I'm just, uh, I, I mean, I'm with you. I love Kemi like you do. And it's really, really difficult to watch. Like someone who's not even in the game anymore and is just trying to like be civil in the house, get just completely trashed for everything that they do um, and blamed for things. And, you know, their words twisted in a way that, uh, yeah, it's it's really difficult for me to watch personally. So I'm almost at the point where I'm like, I'm just ready for that part to be of the game to be over. Um, and so we can just have the people in the house that are actually playing the game and just stop like shitting on the people who are out of out of the game at this point. Yeah, that's uh, it's is Kemi gets blamed for everything and it's very annoying. Um, so can we talk about the bottle thing at some point? I know it hasn't happened yet, but can we like the stupid shaker? Like, I know it's all over Twitter, but feel free. It's it's not really game related. So we, we I know it's not game it related, but no, I'm just mean in timeline wise, we can talk about it whenever. Yeah, so. whenever. So, so how, go ahead. how like, OK, so we, I, everyone's probably seen it already, but, um, you know, Kemi and Nicole are just sitting in the kitchen minding their own business. And Jack goes on this like so condescending, like, you know, ramp, not rampage isn't the right word, but basically it's like, can I, you know, can I, I really care about you as a person. So I just want to talk to you about something. And she's like, 
okay. Like no conversation that is going to be good and respectful starts that way. Um, especially if you're Jack. Uh, and he's just like, so when you have your, your shaker, um, I noticed that you sometimes, you know, you put it in the, in the freezer or the fridge or something like that. And then she's like, okay. And he's like, well, you know, what would happen if we all did that? And then she's like, uh, the fridge would be full. Yeah. And so what makes you so special? That is where I'm like, I literally was like, I was like taking my ring off. Like I was about, I was like wilding watching this. I was like this, the audacity of this bitch. Um, but yeah. So he's like, what makes you so special that you can do it, but, but none of us will do it. And then she's like, I, I just, I don't know. I just figured that I would get it cold and no, there was room and I'm not asking anyone else not to do it. And then he's just like, and I just think you're a wonderful human, like just so condescending. Like, I just think you're a great person. And that's why I am telling you this because, you know, if I was doing something out of line, which I absolutely never would because I'm Jack and I'm perfect. Uh, if I was out of line, I would, you know, I would want you guys to feel comfortable approaching me too. No one feels co- comfortable approaching you because you're a condescending jerk. And this is how you talk to people. It, like, I felt like I was Nicole in this, um, in this situation, just sitting there like, this is so uncomfortable. And Kenny's like, okay. And then he goes, good talk. Oh, I'm just waiting for the conversation with Jackson where they talk about how, look, Jackson, if everybody ate as much as you did, we'd have no food. But that's the reason why there's room for Kemi's drinks in the fridge is because Jackson is constantly clearing the fridge. So really, like they should be working together on this whole strategy of like doing what they want with the fridge. And this is this is a history of we talked about the um, the cortisone thing the other day as well, where uh, Jack took a lot of pleasure in being being able to be the one to be like uh, Kemi. You're, are you just going to rub the cortisone into a towel and leave? Uh, and he, like totally embarrassing her and, and freaking yeah. her out. And he was like super excited about it. And after she left, he literally stood up and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm so yeah. great. Uh, like he like kept off chest. on it. It's yes. weird. It's very uncomfortable. He loves talking down to Kemi in particular, um, which is just. And, yeah. yeah, it was just the like. I can understand if someone is doing something in the house, you know, in terms of just lifestyle stuff that's bothering you. Um, if you feel it getting to the point where it's like affecting your ability to like get along with them. Sure. I think, you know, for your game, probably best to just suck it up and just like not worry about it. But I guess I can understand you have to live with these people. So sometimes you need to address these things. That is just like the absolute worst way to ever talk to somebody when you have an issue. Like I can only imagine what this guy was like when he had roommates. Like it's like what a nightmare. I I really truly like that whole conversation made me so uncomfortable and Kemi handled it so well. She's like, "Okay, yeah, okay. I won't do it anymore." And just like appeased him. Good talk. Like, oh. Yeah, and Kemi's already having her water bottle messed with by Cat. Cat, yeah. Thinks that Kemi has a thing for David. Uh so like uh she's already having issues with her water here. 
Just leave Kemi alone. Like she's probably sadly not going to be there much longer. Like, why do you have to make the rest of her stay in the house so miserable and get on her about absolutely everything? This is what I mean why I'm just like ready for camp comeback to be over. And yeah, this whole like the others stuff is just really, really unpalatable for me. So yeah. Anyway, Jack sucks. Ah, all right. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Christy is go or sorry, Tommy is going to talk with Sis uh, about the possibility of talking to Nick and Bella about taking Cliff out this week. So they're not blindsiding them that uh, maybe we don't have to blindside them. You know, they're not really coming for us. Um, even if maybe they were going for Christy or maybe they're going for Jack, they're not going for us. So if we don't piss them off, that's probably better for us. So they talk about the potential uh, to maybe approach them at some point this week. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see if that actually happens or not. We we know that later in the day, uh, Bella, Nick and Sam are going to feel even more confident that they need to get Cliff out or to keep Cliff this week. Um, so that might be more difficult than we anticipated even just last night. But we'll see it was talked about um christy is then going to join them and tell sis about her power she's also going to tell holly um and they're all making sure they're all still on board with keeping nicole but the reason she's telling sis about her power after telling nick and bella about her power uh is that she says i know i knew it they were going to backdoor me they were I threatened them with my power and that's why they didn't. I was very subtle about it, but I, I saw him. I saw the moment he changed his mind. He was sweating. He, I was, he was like, Oh my God, I can't do it anymore. And then he switched and pretended that he was never going to do it in the first place. What a mastermind. (laughs) I was trying to figure out like, does she truly believe this or is she just trying to put us, she feels, you know, embarrassed You know, as a hormonal woman myself, I'm really trying to have some sensitivity to Christy because I know it's very easy to say, like, crazy woman. Wow. What a lunatic. Like, um, and I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of like, you know, PMS being like, you know, made into lunacy and stuff like that. So I was really, really trying to understand. And I know that when you're super hormonal, you're emotional, you might act in a way that is a little bit more exaggerated or, you know, um, you know, irrational than usual. 
I'm just really trying to figure out if she, you know, had her freak out, had her meltdown when she was feeling particularly like stressed and, you know, paranoid. And then realized it after, you know, telling Nick and Bella about the power that she shouldn't have done that. She had no reason to be, you know, as paranoid as she was and freaking out. And now she's embarrassed. And so she's trying for her own, like, emotional, <laughs> like, support. She's trying to spin it in a way so that it's like, I don't know. I don't I don't know if she's really just trying to give herself some, like, you know, saved face over this whole thing because she because that is what happens when you're I mean, at least from my experience, when I'm super hormonal and I'm acting irrational later on, I'm like, I was being a little bit of like a nut and I, you know, see clearly. And then you're just like, you have a little bit of embarrassment. So that's what I was kind of like wondering if what, that was what was happening is that she's just like, Oh, I really screwed up. I need to spin this in a way that what the decision I made was a good one. Um, so, or if she truly, truly, truly believes that this was actually happening and that she talked them out of it. Yeah. That, that was, that was my theory for uh, that, that I, from, that I talked yeah. about yesterday. And I, I think that, I think that you're onto to something there. I, I think that that is part of it. I think that, I think that it's, I think that it's a combination of both that the, the idea for this came so that she could justify how ridiculous she was being uh, and and to be like, oh, I wasn't wrong. I was right. But I think she's also in that process managed to convince herself that it's probably true. I think there's a part of her that that knows that it's not. That she's just making it up and yeah. that she really was wrong, but she's also doing her absolute best to convince herself that it is true and that they really were going to backdoor her. She's later on in the, the day, like she's just going to be like, I can't even look at them. I can't even look at them. I'm so, uh, you know, mad at them for what they were doing to me and what they almost did to me. And it's just like, she doesn't even want to talk to them. That's, that's not anger. That's shame. I think that's that's yeah. a little bit like uh, like that's what like I feel guilty about something and I just want to like just have them gone and Absolve so that there's no the reminders about what I did and the mistakes that I made. Um, but I think she's also doing again her absolute best to convince herself that that she really did talk them out of it because that's just a, that that puts her into the hero light that she was uh, about to be backstabbed but then she, she saved, saved herself, herself. and yeah. uh, and it's all their fault and nothing to do with her or her mistakes. And I think that it's twofold. And it was what you guys were discussing on the round table last night that, you know, she's she's been, you know, she's basically going to double cross them. And um, she probably has some guilt associated with it. So she's trying to not only justify her own actions earlier in the day with regard to, you know, her paranoia and telling them information that she should not have told them, but also just her future actions um, to help, you know, emotionally justify her future actions that it's one of those things where she feels like it's, it's like, it's like if you hurt someone, but you say that it's in self-defense. And so it's almost like she's setting up the narrative of, you know, her needing to defend herself against these two people when really she's like, she, she's the one that's, really going to be you know turning her back on them and um so i think that what you're saying what you guys were saying last night about her being the kind of person that can't just be you know can't just make a game move and not have it be 
um, emotionally justified is probably playing into this whole thing as well. So this is a very comfortable narrative for her to like take going forward because she needs to feel like there was a whole reason that she had this, you know, meltdown today or yesterday and that um, it will justify her actions going forward against these. Yeah. And and like I said, I'm sure that that is part of it. But my addendum would be that I don't think that it was uh, something that she was intentionally trying to manufacture. I think that that motivation was part of why she felt so suspicious in the first place, because or, or like it was in incentive for her to think that they were backstabbing her because it makes her feel better if they're backstabbing her than uh, than if they're not, um, because that makes her feel more justified. So that gives her more incentive to be paranoid in the first place. Um, yeah. And so. Lots of uh, lots of nonsense and craziness happening there with Christy. Um, so. She says she threatened Nick and that's why she didn't go up. And so Holly and Kat are going to talk. Uh, Holly tells Kat about Ovi's power and why he can't get back into the game. And uh, Kat says, uh, you know, OK, well, you know, Ovi sucks. We'll, we'll make sure he doesn't go. Kat wants Nicole gone. She really doesn't like Nicole and she wants Nicole to go this week. Uh, she would like for Cliff to stay. And she is still in the dark about the true plan for the week. Yeah, so uh, Jess and Nicole are like the two, or sorry, Jess and uh, Kat are the two that are really on on the train of getting Nicole out. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't know if they'll get pulled. Like I don't, I don't know if at any point they should be pulling them in. But I think that it'd be smart for the, you know the how many people the eight, not grateful. <laughs> Six shooters. Stupid. I can't keep track of all these number, dumb number alliances. Like, there's literally too many. The Flaming Five, Grateful, Undeniable. Like, these are the worst alliance names in history. But um, I think there's a conversation about like filling them in at some point because if they vote with, um, if they vote with uh, uh, Sam and Bella, then then they've got them possibly. Um, so them being on the right vote is better to have like for the future. So, but they, they, yeah, there's a conversation later between Jess and Nicole and, and it's pretty obvious that they're, they have no interest in keeping Nicole. Yes, uh, they, they do. The current plan is to still keep Kat and Jess in, in the dark, as well as everybody in the dark, they, which is so dumb uh by the way because they're like well should we tell nicole that we're gonna save her what if we even told her like like five minutes before the eviction and i think it was sis was just like no but what if in those five minutes nicole runs to nick and bella why would what if they do who cares <laughs> what is the what is the harm okay nick nicole learns that she's staying when she thinks she's about to go home and then what freaks out and runs and rats you out to Nick and Bella, who then learn that Nicole's about to stay and five minutes what? earlier than they would otherwise. Yeah. I don't understand. What is the problem? Well, I mean, that's what happens when sis tries to talk game. Um, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because like, what is like Nicole finding out that she's going to stay minutes before the, you know, the vote, what incentive does she have to go to Nick and Bella, who she like, who she, you know, is being filled in that, that they wanted her gone and that these other people are saving her? Like, what does she personally gain from going and like blowing it up to them and like letting them know that she knows she's staying? Like, I, I'm sorry, that's just that doesn't make sense for anyone involved. And even if she did, 
do that. Like you said, what does it matter? They're about to find out in a few minutes. And if they don't have the votes, they don't have the votes. And there's nothing that Nicole can say to change that. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a very strange situation there. Kemi uh, is going to talk to Nicole. Um, now, Kemi says that if she got back into the game, she would be going after Kat, Nick and Bella. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. very OK with that. I mean, yeah. Ovi had the best plan in terms of shaking things up, but uh, Kemi has a, a good plan as well, as far as I'm concerned. I'm like, like everyone in the universe says, I'm okay with literally any of these. Just add Jack coming back. List, yeah, exactly. Um, and she also mentions um, Jackson and says, Jackson, I love you, but you're going on the block, um, which I thought was just another interesting thing because you guys were talking last night about, you know, Jackson being well regarded in the house and, yeah, and not actually being in, like, even Kemi likes, Ke- like, Kemi and Kemi has Jackson. no reason to like any of these freaking people. And she likes Jackson too. She says, you're going on the block, but, um, but after but, a long list of other people, yeah, the exactly. Of, and I love you. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was really interesting as well. So, yeah. Um, so uh, they also talk about, so there's a weird series of events here that causes some big misunderstandings and it's going to be yet another weird thing that we have to uh, describe to you today. Um, I believe it was Cliff was kind of speculating about some kind of power that uh, that Jess probably had because she probably won the uh, the, the 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 thing. And so um, he's like, well, if Jess has the power, what if it's something like, you know, taking somebody off the block after the veto ceremony? And so Nicole kind of ran with that and she talked to Nakemi about it and they were talking about like, oh, well, Jess has the power. She, she can save one of us. Like, let's come up with a plan to get her to take one of us down or take me down at the very least uh, so that we can stay in the house and we can force somebody else onto the block, something along those lines. And so Kemi, uh, I think like it is somewhere along the, the, the telephone game here. It went from probably maybe has some kind of maybe this kind of power to oh Jess has the power to take somebody off the block post veto and so Kemi is going to go talk to Sam and tell him that Jess has the power to take somebody off the block post veto and then Sam is going to be like oh my god I gotta go tell Nick and Bella this and so he runs and he tells Nick and Bella that Kemi told him that Jess has a power to take somebody off the block post veto and they freak out and Nick runs straight to Christy and uh, and Bella tells Sam no that's a lie by the way Christy has the power and she told us about it um, so Nick runs straight to Christy he tells her that Kemi told Sam that blah 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 and this just again is going to turn into a Kemi bash session because Kemi's at fault for everything and then uh, and then after Nick leaves Christy this is when Christy's like I can't even look at him um, and so that's a whole series of events and now now Sam is upset with Nick because Nick ran straight to Christy and exposed the fact that he was talking to Kemi and he feels like his game is being thrown in the garbage because uh, Nick can't keep his mouth shut and uh, so he's complaining to Bella about that and Nick is going to have to come back and apologize later it's a whole big mess and it really doesn't mean anything to anyone because it's completely <laughs> none <blessed>. of it is real, <laughs> but it does help. I, I do think that, you know, what I was saying before about uh, Chrissy feeling justified in, you know, her moves of the day and being against Nick and, and the threat of Nick, she feels that 
Nick running in and 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 the way that he addressed it with Christy was, um, you know, I he he doesn't exactly trust her. Like he's basically he's not coming and being like, want to hear something crazy? Like, can you believe this? Like he's almost kind of questioning her. Like, well, apparently Jess has the power, and then she's like, no, because. I have the power. So I do think that Nick, again, handles this absolutely terribly. He shouldn't have even gone in there in the first place. And when he does, he doesn't approach her in a way that, like, you know, reaffirms their trust between the two of them. I can see, like, Chrissy using that as being like, see, I can't, I, like, he comes in and he's, he's still isn't even sure that, you know, that I'm telling them, telling the truth. And, you know, he's listening to all these other people. So. I think that that's just, you know, another, uh, you know, nail in uh, Nick's eventual coffin. Mm. Yeah. So uh, Holly and sis are going to be talking a little bit about how um, they're talking about Kat and Jess. And they're like, yeah, they neither of them trust Nicole. And I think like Nicole would like to work with them, but she's just like waiting because Nicole is just waiting for anybody to pick her up. So that's what we're going to do. And she would I'm sure she would love to work with Kat and Jess, but they just don't like her and don't trust her because they're stupid idiots (laughs) they're idiots because they're on the outs and they're not even working with the only other person on the outs they don't even believe her when she says that they're on the outs so they're kind of stupid for not trusting her and not wanting to work with her but great for us um so they talk about that jackson is going to join them as well and uh and he is talking about jess's power and uh and sis just starts giggling like she can't keep this a secret at all. Uh, and Jackson's like, what, what, what? And she's like, Oh no, we can't. It's not, it's not. Well, she'll, I'm sure she, I mean, she was planning on telling. No, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. And he's like, well, wait, what? No, come on, tell me. And so they tell him about Christie's power. She had not told Jackson yet, but Jackson now knows. And they tell him, act surprised when Christie tells you, though. Um, That's fun. <laughs> and they also tell him that she told Nick and Bella. And he's like, what why did she do that what she's like no no no. she had to because they were gonna put her on the block so she used the power to 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 threaten them into not putting her on the block and jackson's like that that's stupid stupid (laughs) that's so stupid she didn't have to do that and sis is like no 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 she did because she would have been put up on the block otherwise jackson's like no she wouldn't have no that's (laughs) so stupid now they know about the power now they can work around it oh my god (laughs) as much as i don't like jackson that much as a person like he is the voice of reason here (laughs) like yeah At least he does kind of understand this basic concept of, no, this was a very bad thing for Mm. Christy to do. Yes, for uh, everyone. Bill Bill Hall in the chat says, uh, who doesn't know about Christy's power? That's what I'm saying. It's got to be more than 50% of the house at this point, right? It's uh, the people that don't know. Kat, Jess, Cliff, Nicole, and the camp comebackers. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it. So so more, more like... Like more than 50% of the active players for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, mind you, they're all like allies of her, but some <laughs> half Basically, of them are people that she's all, still in all, turning on. All of undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. Great. 
Um, so that's that's happening there. Cat uh, is going to be talking with some of the you know six shooters people and uh, an undeniable and uh, you know there's a lot of talk about like crushes and who has crushes on who and Cat um, says she has one on Jack. They're like, what about David? Uh, they're talking about David. She she says I'm not into David. Not in Tim. Uh, I I think I think Kemi has a thing for him. That's uh, just more of that. More um, of a reason for her to not like Kemi. Yep. Uh, Kemi never expressed any interest for David. Has told people that she has no interest in David, but Cat is convinced. Well, and like you know, maybe if you see like a positive interaction between Kemi and David and read too much into it, it's because David treats her like a human. Like that might be why David doesn't blame her for everything. Whoa. Hold on there. I don't like how into Kemi you are, David. I like when you give me attention, even though I'm not into you. And also please treat her like trash, like the rest of us. Yes. So that I know that you don't like call her her entitled mess with her things. Blame her for everything. And David's really good when, like, I mean, obviously we all would like, um, you know, more people to stick up for the, you know, the the people that get trashed on all the time. Um, but David, I understand David is, you know, in a good position or the best position if he returns to the game and he needs to be careful about like what he's saying to people that are active players in the game um he's really good when he's listening to cat talk trash about kemi he kind of just like lets her say stuff and then just basically like positions it like don't let kemi ruin your game so basically it's his way of saying like you're focusing too much on this it's not important don't let it ruin your game um and i really like that the way that he you know handles those situations because it's uncomfortable and uh you know he's he needs to Cat is someone that he's going to need if he gets back into the game. So he needs to kind of like let her vent about stuff and be there for her, but also not let her, you know, become a monster like some of the other people in the house and how they treat uh, other people. So, yes. So there you go. That's uh, that's about what I had from the day. Is there anything else that you wanted to bring up, Jenny? Uh, no, I got my big, long, um, rant out about the stupid Jack and Kemi conversation. Um, I don't know if this is anything that anyone cares about talking, but, and I think that this is the first time it's come up on the feeds where Kat talks about that guy back home, that there was like that whole thing about this Marty guy that, Mm. um, so she, her and, uh, Holly have a conversation for a while and, um, She's cat actually starts like crying and saying, like, I really think that, um, you know, I joke about like Brett, but like having a chance with Brett, but I'm really worried that I've messed things up with Marty. Um, and she talks about this guy, he's, he's her best friend, and um, you know, she loves him and all of this stuff. And she's really worried about how the Jackson thing got edited on the show. Um, and so she's concerned about what, like, what she's messed up on the outside world. Um, You can tell she's kind of trying to skirt around talking about it because like, obviously they're on camera. So it's like, if she's acknowledging that he has a reason to be upset with her, then that's just going to make things worse. And it always feels like Holly's like in on it being like, yeah, like I wonder how that thing got presented, like trying to help her, you know, 
in a way that maybe you could say inter- have it interpreted that nothing was done wrong, but that it was like edited a certain way. Um, and uh, yeah, she says that she almost just doesn't want to win HOH because she doesn't think he'll write her a letter and that it'll crush her. So that I, from maybe people who have seen more than me can confirm, but I feel like that's the first time that she's acknowledged this person um, on the feed. So I thought that was interesting. Just yes. on a and, and, um, but it's a nice conversation between her and Holly. Like, I like when those two talk. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's something that I've been refraining from uh, from commenting on because Kat hadn't mentioned anything, and I had actually received conflicting reports from uh, from you know sources that uh, you know whether or not this was actually a true a thing. you know thing. Um, but uh, but with Kat talking about it, I can also tell you that uh, that I actually did receive uh, a message from uh, Marty. Um, oh, and, uh, he said that uh, I can confirm that Catherine and I were in a relationship for over 1.5 years going into the show and when she and while she left for the show as you can imagine the entire experience has left me absolutely humiliated especially it being so public um, so it seems like that's that's more likely the, the case than, than not at this point given uh, yeah that and she and she yeah she acknowledged it she's and I believe she did say um I didn't see, I didn't hear her say his name, um, but I heard like all of the conversation and I was like, she's talking about this guy that I've read all these articles about. Um, and, but I think at some point she did actually use his name, Marty. So um, pretty much confirmed at this point. So that's very unfortunate, but she's not making it any better for herself when she's constantly shouting out Brett, like, and uh, anyway, I, I do feel bad. I do feel bad when people's like, you know, outside lives get really messed up by this show. But like people like you don't like clean up your business. If you can't trust yourself to go into a house and not potentially like get into a showman's or like flirt with people like you need to clear that up. Like that goes for you too, Bella. Why is your shit at somebody else's house? Anyway. (laughs) All right. So look uh you know that's uh it's you know it's it's uh it's it's out there now you know the she's she talked about it on the on the feeds there so uh what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what uh, are you gonna do you know things happen yeah. uh all right so that's what we have for you today uh that's what we have um i will be back of course tomorrow at 11 a.m eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the big brother 21 live feeds tomorrow night i will be hosting with melissa and we'll talk about the episode that uh, that happens there with caitlin as the host of the veto ceremony or it's not ceremony competition and i'm so then, excited for that because yes. i hear like i want to hear you know if we had any drs about caitlin because it sounds like I don't know. I, I, I like the conver- people saying kind of rude stuff about Caitlyn. It sounds like that happened after the fact. So I, I'm very interested to see like the edited comments. But like, I was so excited to see Caitlyn. Like, yeah, I don't know. It sounded, it sounded like some people were kind of mean. And those people suck because Caitlyn is an angel. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then, of course, Caitlin will be on the podcast Thursday night to recap the eviction of Big Brother 21. So lots of great stuff heading your way. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. Jenny, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Jenny Autumn. Yes. And Instagram, but... Eh. Yeah, and if you want to find me on Instagram, Taryn underscore Armstrong, to send me uh, information about your relationship status with people in the house, you can do that as well. (laughs) I'll Uh, get right on that, Taryn. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us today. 
We'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.